It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. It's wonderful to have all of our listeners tuning in to study God's Word with us each day on this radio program. We count that very special. It is thrilling to us. We really do care about each one of you. Now, we know that many of you listen on a daily basis or very nearly that. Many others listen quite frequently as you have the opportunity. And then there are others who listen here and there as they can, and they find uh, themselves with the radio on and they've got some time to listen. And then there are always new listeners listening for the very first time or maybe the first couple of times. We appreciate every one of you and we care about you and we pray for you diligently. We really do. We count this time that we have with you as a time of responsibility on our part responsibility in that we need to take this time in a very responsible way to open up God's word and share with you those vital teachings that God has communicated to us therein. And we do pray that you're learning and that you're growing spiritually, that you're growing in your faith and that you're coming closer to God and that you're coming closer to the point where you're ready to make that decision as to what you're going to do about following God his way. We really do hope that you're taking that, that you're making that journey and we hope that you're taking the right steps. Dennis Stackhouse, back with us again. It's always great to be with you, brother. Thank you, Gary. I'm certainly delighted to be with you today as well, as always, and I'm glad to be on Search the Scriptures with our listeners as well. Welcome. We hope you find another day of encouragement and edification through what we study from God's Word together. And you know, Gary, you mentioned just in the opening that there are people who may listen to the program occasionally, and we know that happens. And uh, one of the things that we'd like to make you aware of is, you know, perhaps you get in on parts of a particular series of lessons that you'd really like to have the entire series of. Well, all of our programs here on Search the Scriptures are available on CD. If you just let us know that you'd like to have it, if it is a particular series, give us the name of the series and we'll make sure you get CDs for each one of them. Uh, and we want to do that on a basis that is no charge to those who listen. You, you know, mean free? I mean free. Absolutely <laughs> free, which is a little different. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, and we'll even pay postage. Uh, we don't want to solicit any funds on the program. That's not our desire. We want to get God's word into the hands of as many people as possible at no charge or inconvenience to them. So again, if you have a particular series of lessons that you know maybe you've missed part of for one reason or another, and you'd like to have that on CD to study it, we'd be glad to send it to you. So once again, just let us know the name of the series, uh, the dates, if you know them, and we'll be glad to get those to you. And we've done that with many people. Oh, yes. Either asking for one particular program or mm -hmm. a series of programs, mm -hmm. and, uh, and we continue to do that, and we're glad to do that. Absolutely. Now, Dennis, we want to continue on with this study. We're talking about how valuable our soul is. Right. And we've been focusing on Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, as kind of a base text mm -hmm. where Jesus asks, what does a man profit if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Mm -hmm. Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Yes. 
Now, we've made the point that we all know the right answers, don't we? Oh, we certainly do. The man profits nothing. Mm-hmm. In fact, he loses on the deal mm-hmm. if he takes the whole world but loses his soul in the process. Yes. And what would he give in exchange for his soul? We know the answer is nothing. Right. Nothing is mm-hmm. as valuable as our soul. Mm-hmm. And yet we've also made the point that while people know the right answers and they are quick to give those right answers, yet often they have placed a price tag on their soul. Yes, they have. And again, that's an unfortunate thing to see, Gary. And uh, as we've pointed out previously, not so much in what they say, but rather in how they live their lives. They're demonstrating that they're not living obediently to God's word. You're right. And for some people, it may take the form of, oh, material possessions. Mm -hmm. Those things come before God. Mm -hmm. Maybe a job. Yes. You know, that might come before God. Mm -hmm. Could be a relationship of some kind. Yes. Could be a hobby Mm -hmm. or just some interest. Could be laziness in some cases. It could be. They're just too lazy, really, Mm -hmm. to to be motivated enough to follow God faithfully and Mm -hmm. in a dedicated fashion. Right. Now, we could go on and on. Oh, yes. There are all kinds of things, prestige, Mm -hmm. social standing. Right. All kinds of things that people place before God and Mm -hmm. Christ. And in essence, in so doing, they've placed a price tag on their soul. They really have. They've said, okay, right now, to me, in my life, this is more important than my soul. Mm -hmm. And I think for some people, Gary, it's probably done with the idea, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take care of these things that satisfy, satisfy me now, but at some point in time, I'm going to get right with God. You know, I'm going to get around to that eventually. I'm going to do it. But the question is, do they ever do it? Yes. Someday and, is not on the calendar, is it? In many cases, it never does happen. Yes, yes. You know, I, I call that, and I've referred to this many times over a great many years in teaching the Bible, that to me, this is playing Russian roulette with your soul. It really is. You know, you, none of us, none of our listeners would take a bullet and put it into a, a cylinder in a, in, a, in a pistol and then, you know, spin the cylinder and then cock the pistol and put it to our head and pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And we'd all say, that's nuts. That's crazy. Right. Nobody would do that. Mm-hmm. And yet there are people who do, in essence, the same thing in the spiritual side of life mm-hmm. in that they say, as you said, I'll, I'll take care of this someday. I'll get my life right with God one day. Mm-hmm. Well, they're spinning the cylinder. Mm-hmm. And every day they live, they're pulling the trigger and they're hoping mm-hmm. that that won't be their last day. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's a couple of things to take in mind there. Uh, one is we're not guaranteed tomorrow. You know, we don't know what life is going to bring to us. Uh, James tells us that life is like a vapor. It appears for a little while and then vanishes away. And the second thing is, you know, people may get so caught up in a life that has left God out that they just don't want to change. Yeah, they get to the point where it's just not very compelling anymore That's right. to get right with God. Exactly. They're okay with mm-hmm. where they are. Right. How sad that is. Oh, Boy, very. the devil's really got them then. 
Yes, he does. Now, let's go back to Matthew chapter 16, and let's look at verses 24 through 27 again. And uh, we noted in our last program that what makes this particular text as powerful as it is, is the previous three verses Mm -hmm. where Jesus tells Peter and the other apostles, I'm going to have to go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to suffer some things from the elders and chief priests and the scribes. I'm going to be killed Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be raised the third day. Yes. And Peter says, oh, no, 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 no. And he really rebukes Christ there. Yes. And then Jesus rebukes him and calls him the devil. Yes, he does. Basically, he was serving the devil's cause by trying to keep Jesus from having to fulfill his mission, which was to die on the cross. That's right. And thereon pay the price for the guilt of the sins of all mankind for all time. Mm -hmm. And he told Peter, you're thinking about things that are of men and not things of God. I've got something from God to do. Mm -hmm. Now, and again, we're, we're basically you know, analyzing, I think, the, the intent of what Jesus says here, he had to go to that cross. He had to come back from the grave. That was his mission. Yes. And so understanding that, that God sent his son to die purposefully on that cross for our souls mm-hmm. helps us, or at least it should help us, understand in a much more meaningful and profound way, the answer to Jesus' question, what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? It's not just our soul. Jesus died for our soul. Mm -hmm. That's right. That really ought to tell us how valuable our soul really is. Yes, it should. Now let's go back to verse 24. And how about reading that again? Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This is a part of becoming a Christian and living a Christian life that loses a lot of people from (laughs) becoming a Christian and living a Christian life. I'm afraid so. (laughs) If they could just get past that, you know, commitment part, Mm-hmm. that active dedication, mm-hmm. if somehow they could uh, make some kind of deal and say, well, uh, how about if I'm not quite that dedicated? You know, what do I have mm-hmm. to do? Yes. Yeah, they'd like that. Yeah. But the fact is, if we're going to come to Christ, we're going to have to come down the pathway of dedication and commitment and obedience. Yes, absolutely. We need to do God's things in the way that God has specified. No question about it. If we go back to Matthew chapter 10 and we look at verse 38, what do we read there? And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Now there's the inverse wording, isn't it? It is. From what we read in in chapter 16 and verse 24. Mm -hmm. In verse 24, Jesus says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. A very direct statement. Mm -hmm. In case somebody might try to find some wiggle room there, in in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 38, he says, if anyone does not take up his cross and follow me, Mm -hmm. he is not worthy of me. That's right. So he really covers the ground 
backwards and forwards, doesn't he? He certainly does. There is no wiggle room. None at all. If we're going to follow Christ, we're going to have to take up our cross and follow him. Mm -hmm. it, it's interesting that Luke adds a word in his account in Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. And this word, again, makes the emphasis even greater. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. What is the word there? The word is daily. Daily. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's not uh, by appointment then? No, it's certainly not. Or when I find it convenient? No. Nope. When I have time? Not at all. It's not just on Sundays? Afraid not. Let him take up his cross daily. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle, isn't it? It's a 24-hour per day lifestyle. Yes. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be a Christian, we're going to have to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. We need to live like Christians if we profess Christ in our lives. Live like Christians. Mm -hmm. Day in, day out. Right. And as you said, 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. You know, Dennis, uh, I've told this story before. I, I remember when I was preaching in another state, lived in a different town, Many years ago, I remember coming up to a busy intersection and it was really, um, this particular street was divided. Now they gave it two separate names, but it was basically the same street divided on either side of a waterway. Mm -hmm. And so on one side of the waterway, the street was one way going in one direction and the other side, it was one way going in the other direction, two lanes on each side. Mm -hmm. So it was a busy street. And I remember pulling up to the intersection in my car and there was some kind of parade going by with a religious emphasis. And I don't remember what the parade was, but I remember that there was a young man who was pulling a cross on his shoulder, mm -hmm. obviously depicting the cross of Christ yes. going to Golgotha. Mm -hmm. And so he's got this cross across his shoulder and it's a long cross, you know, it's probably eight or eight or 10 feet long, mm -hmm. full, full size cross. Mm -hmm. And he's got that laying on his shoulder and he's supposedly dragging it down the street mm -hmm. in this parade. Yes. And as he went by, I noticed that the cross had wheels on it. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, it's got wheels on it. <laughs> and that struck me as being so opposite yes. of what the cross really was for Jesus. There were no wheels on Jesus' cross no. to make it easier for him to drag it along. No, certainly not. And just leave it to us today in our, in our culture and in our society to figure out a way to make that cross easier to pull along the street. Yes. Just put wheels on it. Yes, indeed. Mm. Now, when you think about that, that takes away somewhat from the concept of the dedication and the commitment mm -hmm. that I think we need to get from these various passages of Scripture that we've just read, mm -hmm. where Jesus says, if you'll follow me, if you'll be worthy of me, let you take up your cross and follow me. 
Yeah, and you know, Gary, one word we haven't touched on that we find in these passages is that word deny, or the phrase deny himself. And that turns a lot of people off, I think. Yes. Uh, the concept of self-denial. And yet, you know, Jesus is indicating here that if we truly desire to follow him, to take up that cross on a daily basis, we need to take self off the throne and put God there in his rightful place. Absolutely. Absolutely. He has to come first. Yes, he does. Now, when we, if we want to stop and, and just really boil it down, Jesus' cross was to die on a literal cross, mm -hmm. wasn't it? It was. That was his cross to bear. Mm -hmm. If we want to look at it from that perspective, mm -hmm. his cross was to die on a literal cross. It was. Now, what is our cross today? Could be any number of things, but I would say certainly included among them and some of the most foremost we should think about is the idea of denying self. We need to do that if we're going to be following Jesus in the way he's specified. If we don't do that, we're not going to be able to live a life that's pleasing in God's sight because we're going to be trying to please self rather than pleasing God. Yes. Pleasing men rather than trying to please God. We're going to be exercising our will as opposed to exercising God's will. Now, some of us, we might feel like, oh, it's just too hard to live a faithful, dedicated Christian life. Mm -hmm. You don't understand what I have to do in order to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. I've got I've to give up my job because my job is doing such and such, and, and I can't do that with a clear conscience and live a faithful Christian life. So you're asking me to give up my job. Mm -hmm. Or I may have to give up the, my relationship with this lady I'm living with or this man I'm living with. And mm -hmm. I love them, but we're not married. So you say, you know, we can't stay together mm -hmm. and be faithful Christians if we're living in sin. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to have to give that up. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's your cross to bear to give up sin, then you need to be giving up sin. Yes. If you have to make an adjustment in your life in order to be able to effectively follow your Lord and Savior, and even if that means you might have to give up your job and find a different job, well, so be it. Again, remember the question, what shall a man profit if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Mm -hmm. Now, some people, their cross may be more pronounced in a physical way. Mm -hmm. Some people, their cross may be that they've got some real dreadful illness or mm -hmm. physical disorder yes. that they're going to have to deal with. That's right. But now, does God ask us to do anything that is impossible? Well, no. And that's something that I, I thought we should mention, Gary, is a follow-up to what you're asking here. We know that the Apostle Paul was one who had some kind of a physical infirmity in his life. Now, it's never specified in Scripture what that was. He simply refers to it as a thorn in the flesh. 
And he speaks very clearly about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where God basically tells Paul, after he'd prayed three times to have it removed, my grace is sufficient for you. Power is perfected in weakness. Bottom line, he told Paul, I'm not going to remove the thorn of the flesh. That's exactly what he told him. And Paul's response, though, was, hey, I've learned. That's right. I've learned. That's right. And he, he wasn't down in the mouth about it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't mad at God over it. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever that physical infirmity was, that was a cross he had to bear. It was. Some people, they may have a relationship that is very trying mm-hmm. that they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. That may be a cross they have to bear. It can be. Some people may be in financial difficulty, mm-hmm. maybe through no, dif- through, through no fault of their own, but it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. There's been, you know, a death in the family. There's been illness in the family. Someone's lost a job through no fault of their own, mm-hmm. and they were, they were out of work for a period of time. Now they're back at work, but they're behind in the bills. Well, that may be a cross they have to bear. It certainly can be. And there could be a whole host of other things that we could look at and say, okay, now that's a cross we're mm-hmm. going to have to bear in living a faithful Christian life. But once again, what does Jesus say? Your soul's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. You know, especially as we think about relationships we might get involved in that are sinful, uh, relationships we know are sinful, Paul said something to the Romans that may help to shed a little light on this as well, Gary. In uh, Romans 6, verse 16, he said, Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? You know, when you think about it from that, that standpoint... If your relationship is leading you to death, you need to get out of it. Absolutely. You need to change it. It's not worth it. Your soul is in jeopardy. If you're obeying the one that leads you to righteousness, then you're on the right path. Stay with it. And that part about the slavery ought to really sober us up as well. Mm -hmm. To think about that, hey, if I'm living a sinful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm a slave to sin. Exactly. And of course, who's the author of sin? The devil. Right. We don't like that concept. And yet <laughs> that's, that's what Paul lays out there for us. Yes. He gives us two choices. You can follow the road of sin or you can follow the road of righteousness. And those are the only two choices. They are. Our time is up for today. So we're going to stop. We're going to come back and we will look at verse 25 in some detail next time. We do want to encourage you, think about what we've talked about. These are very important, deeply so, matters that we're studying. They're deeply important for your eternal destiny. We encourage you, contact us and ask for that free Bible study. We'll send it to you for free. We'll pay the postage. As Dennis uh, talked about those CDs, we'll do it with the Bible study too. We want you to be able to have that information and that material where you can study God's word on your own as to how 
you can be assured of your soul's salvation. Why not call us today?